Okay, we have started recording. Okay, claps in. Everyone can hear. Everyone's alright. Yep, yep, yep. It's fine. Yep, I can hear you. Yep, I can hear you. Okay, let's go. Let's go. So, everyone, welcome back to episode three. All katakan. Uh, okay, we start. <laughs> Never mind. Katakasar. 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 It's Katakasar, Ian. How dare you forget our fucking podcast? I didn't forget. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode of Katakasar with me, Ian, and Dennis. Oh, yeah. Hey there, peeps. It's been a while, man. It's, it's been, been such been a, a long time. It's been some time since we've uh, posted our uh, an episode of Kata Kata Kesat. And of course, I guess it's because we've been busy with life. I, I don't know about, uh, about you, Dennis. I know that I actually haven't been that busy. It's just that like schedule seems tight yeah. and then it's like got problems like that. But um, nah. yeah, yeah. No, nah, I mean like for me, I mean, I guess, yeah, I was busy with like, you know, finishing up uni and whatnot. So hence why, you know, I never really got the time. Yeah, to talk with you. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So because of that, we decided to start up the, um, the podcast again because... Uh, recently, we've had more time to do film, uh, to do recording for this uh, podcast. So we want to do this more often. And um, today's episode is actually going to be something a bit different because previously, when we would record these episodes, we would already have like a list of things that we wanted to talk about. Uh, we would like prepare a list of like things we wanted to say. Uh, but because of um, we wanting uh, of of us wanting to try out a new format, we're going to try something where we don't prepare a list of things to say before the thing starts. Right. So with that being said, actually today, apart from that, we also have we also have another new thing that's uh, that's happening today. Uh, what is that, Dennis? Uh oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we have a really cool special guest in the building today, and uh, yeah. he yeah, and he goes by the name of uh, Mike. But Every, I'll let yeah. him introduce himself right now. Yes, everyone, please give a warm round of applause for <laughs> Michael Jefferson. <laughs> 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 I'm yeah, not supposed to myself. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! What's what's happening? Yeah, I go by the by the alias of Mike Michael. But uh, do I do I need to dox myself? Should I say? Should do I dox you, do myself? you want to do you say want real to dox name? yourself? Did you yeah. guys dox yourself? Yeah, uh, we did. I mean, I we just doxed ourselves. We just did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know. Um, you could just share your first name. You could call me Mike, dude. You call me Mike, dude. I'm not gonna Mike. dox myself. At least <laughs> okay. not yet. But yep. um, I mean, but most of most of most of the lads, most of my friends call me Mike anyway. So yes. So the thing so that's special about about Mike, uh, Mike over here is that actually Mike is a really close friend of both of us, and uh, he was actually the one who created the cover art for. Uh, the Katakasa podcast. So if you see yep. that a graphic of me and Dennis like screaming into words that say Katakasa, that's actually what Mike did. So you know, you have, you have Mike yeah. to thank for that. You have to thank yeah. this artistic genius over here. So yeah. Oh my, oh my. Such, such lofty praise but and I, I don't mean, know why they're to be fair, we, each other. To be fair, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have like a proper uh, look if it weren't for you. So yeah, I mean, we, 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 yeah. Honestly, yeah. Thank you, yes, man. Always yeah. grateful. Always grateful. Yeah. Anything yeah. for my homies, man. Anything for my <laughs> homies. <laughs> and and when I and when I heard that they were doing this fucking this this part, oh well, we we're like what five minutes in, and we've already done the first cuss. Yeah, I hate to see it. Go and ahead. I heard that. I heard that these two were doing their own podcast called Katakas. I was like, oh, man, these guys. 
like every other podcast on the market it's 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 run down it's it's diluted it's the topics are all same they're all samey stuff no one wants to say the what they really want to say you know these two they're not afraid to say what they really think what they really feel and that's why i, I really believed in these in these two guys dude and i and i oh wow that, that i believed like... in their vision of a podcast so i was I eager to help them you know that I'm 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 grateful for that. I'm I, I, the both of us are really grateful for that. With that being said, I think that it's about time that we get into the conversation. So, uh, with this new format, with not you know with no idea really set in stone, I guess uh, a good way to like um to like set things off is just like asking everyone how's, how they've been. So, um, you know, uh, Mike as our guest today, why don't you just go ahead and like you know how how's how's stuff been, Mike? How 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 have you been? Yeah. You oh been, wow! I mean. Apart from finishing the semester, and my God, what a semester it's been! It's it's been a really, really great semester. The the courses I had for this semester for, and I just finished my first year. The course I had for this semester was really, really good. We had some really interesting subjects, like we had film, we had photography, we had stuff like intro to like uh, drama, basically. And those were really cool to do. Like the the practical sessions were really, really interesting and they it was you know other new skills and and film was something that i really really liked and that was the whole reason i signed up uh, i signed for this course was 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 because there was film particularly in this course and that was Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm 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 satisfied to say that i'm not uh disappointed in the course and that it's really good but it is just intro level and uh well, it's disappointing to see that there's no more film in the in the rest of the year, in the oh, rest of the really? other day, year yeah. that I have to do. Yeah, I guess Damn, it's just really? this one semester. So like, yeah. Uh, for those who are unaware, what uh what course are you doing? That uh, I mean, what course are you doing, Mike? Yeah. Well, what's the oh, formal? Yeah. Uh, yeah so what's the formal title of that? Yeah. You're doing right the now? formal name. The formal name is Introduction to Broadcast Communication. Let's go. <laughs> are, you, are, are you doing wait, wait. a degree right now, or are you still in diploma? It's mm. still in my first year of diploma. Well, I just finished my first year, uh, going to my second year. All right, all right. I'm absolutely afraid. <laughs> I'm absolutely terrified <laughs> I'm, of my I'm second year. Terrified. <laughs> I'm ready to die. Kill me I'm now. Confident <laughs> and I am absolutely <laughs> terrified. I may look, I may sound uh, as if I'm alright, but I'm terrified. I actually feel like dying. <laughs> do That's... you do you, do you want to tell the people where you're studying though, Mike? Um, I'm studying the same place as as old Dan is here, so. Oh, okay. If you've talked right. yourself before, uh, they know. Okay. If they don't, yeah, then, okay. you know. Yeah, they, they know. They know. They know. <laughs> but if you want, if you want to remind them again. You know, it's okay. Just, like okay, you know, all right. if okay, our no if we say something particular that our institution <laughs> doesn't like, they can't trace it back to us. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a precaution. Yeah. We will yeah. not say the yeah. direct name of the college that they're in, but let's just say that, um, let's see, let's just say that their name rhymes with car. All right, let's just say that. Let's just say that it's thing that name that rhymes with car you see. So let's ka, we will leave yeah, we will leave that up to the interpret people. The interpretations our, of your yes, that's, yeah, that's up yeah, to yeah. y'all. Y'all wanna, yeah. y'all wanna find out yourself, you all like go and snooze, but like yeah. Yeah. So uh I mean I mean I, I get the feeling. I mean like year one, I'm 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 in year three diploma, but like 
I, I get the feeling of like being terrified because like when I finished year one diploma, it was like so, like it was such a mess. I didn't even know what the what the fuck was going on. I like to to put it very simply, I think that when year one is over and you like get through the honeymoon period of like being in diploma, you start to realize, oh my fucking god, there's like two more years. Wait, is it two more years back home? Um, like yeah, for, is it, is, yeah, for a degree. Um, uh, for a diploma, you're in diploma now, right? Yeah, the diploma. Uh, like, like how many years, years left? I got one more. Oh wait, diploma is two years. Yeah, uh-huh. two years. Oh goddamn. Okay, and Singapore the degree is, is <laughs> we got we got three years. Oh my god. Yeah. Singapore but... not advancing, <laughs> not beating Malaysia. <laughs> not advancing. Oh my god. No, no. Okay, we have, <laughs> we are gonna have this <laughs> conversation. Okay, no, 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 we're not. We're not. We're gonna yeah. stop it. <laughs> we got otherwise. No, now, now we got something. We're not gonna cause you to go out. We're not gonna cause Ian to be a part of a witch hunt. So yeah, we're yeah, not gonna no, do that. No, they. They they will hunt me down. Give us back your yeah. green card. We're gonna take it back from you. <laughs> I mean, it, it's I, I get what you're saying though. It's kind of sad that like the things that you enjoyed about your course that like it's only for one semester. Like, I I mean technically the same thing happened with um with me in uh, psychology because I mean I'm doing diploma in psychology and like there was a there was this module about counseling and like I if for those of you who don't know I'm I'm really into that kind of thing with like having chats with people, hearing their problems and like, you know, not giving solutions but like listening to people and like when that uh, whole thing died down, I was, as in like when that module ended, I felt kind of sad, of course, because like that's the, that's the thing I signed up for when I came into psychology. Yeah, dude, it's like the same feeling right here. Yeah, it's like, you know, we, I guess you get used to it over time. It just takes a bit more, like getting used to than you know you you expect. So yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a sad thing, really. I mean, you know, I mean, for me, I guess, like, since you're entering your second year and you say that you're a bit scared of it, yeah, I guess, you know, to be fair, it is really scary entering your second year. Um, but, but I guess, what well, I mean, you know, what subjects you're gonna study, right? Like for the second year thing. Like, what subjects you're going to, like, you know, um, study for? Mike? You there? What was that? Sorry. I no, no. I, I, no I, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, oh I'm saying, God. like. No, 10 I'm minutes say, in. I'm saying, like, um, what, what was that? Like, um, you said that you were a bit scared of, like, your second year, right? Yeah, because it's, 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 it's all about the lineup of the... The, Sub- the, the subjects basically the the the, the, um, the modules and stuff that we have to learn uh, basically that the second if the first year was more introductory it was more hands-on mm-hmm. the second year is all about law <laughs> it's oh, like law okay okay about, because you're yeah. in the, the mass communications um mass communications course mm-hmm. the first year will probably be you immersing yourself in the industry you it's more hands-on it's more interactive it's more, more fun, fun and engaging <laughs> but part two <laughs> is you learning all the in-depth stuff the, is the, the laws is the work, and... uh, basically it's like the work that's right the work is is i think i feel that all the paperwork and all the the bulk of the the heavy stuff is in the, the second year yikes goddamn i mean I guess like it's like it's usually like that. I mean, how about you, Dennis? How have you been recently? Oh, I mean, for me to be fair though, my second year was uh wasn't. I mean, at first year I did have some doubts about me not being able to do it or even succeed in it. But 
I guess maybe it's because we study like almost the same thing in like you know the IT um course and like you know it's not that big of a deal until you get the internship. I think internship was the one that scared scared me the most because uh you know it's my first time uh, getting into like you know um well I mean working with like you know uh with a company that deals with serious uh client stuff and whatnot. So you know so for me I think internship was the uh was the most scariest part yeah that's pretty much it but uh but yeah i mean after that i think right yeah and then i just was like you know what yeah but this is my final sam and i've gone through all that stuff so you know might as well just not be afraid of it like you know i'm no longer scared of it or anything like that so my god he's 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 a veteran now (laughs) yep (laughs) i mean to be fair i understand your fears Uh, honestly i do but but like, uh, but once you go through it, I, I, I just think like, you know, you're just going to say, fuck it, you know, like, you know, well, let's just do it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. Let's go. Yeah. In the words of Shia LaBeouf, as they say. <laughs> Is he a dead meme? Whatever happened to him? I, I do not remember what happened to Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I think he was... Uh, God, I th- cocaine rehab. No, 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 no. That, no, that, no, no, not that, not that. I think recently what? he... Shia, Shia LaBeouf is no longer... A popular figure anymore because he uh, he got into an abuse case. So. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, See, yeah, I thought yeah. you were gonna say Shia LaBeouf is no longer on this earth. No, 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 no. He'll like, always <laughs> be there. He'll always be there. Shia he is with God. I'll be like, no, no please don't keep <laughs> away from me, God. God, yeah. I've lost so much this year. But he was involved in like yeah, an abuse case. An abuse so. case. Goddamn, it happens to. Okay, I, I, I was gonna say it happens to the best of us, but usually it happens to the worst of us. Let's be let's be honest here. Yeah, yeah, it, it it, it true, is. true. Yeah. But yeah, that that's a whole like you know rabbit hole. I mean, you know, I don't yeah. want to go into. It. <laughs> sure, no, no, do it. We just look on and like drop a drop a point to the to the to the elbow and like she. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. Can yeah. I, can I just say like that is one of the things that has. How do, how do I put this delicately? I don't I don't hate people more because of it, but it reminds me how much I hate of certain people whenever they do whenever they do the point to the arm every single time and go sheesh. Oh yeah, yeah. For me, that annoys me too. Like I I don't know why, but like I I get like you know some things are you know uh quite. I guess overwhelming, but you know, you don't always have to turn yep. into like a fucking raccoon or anything and start being like, you know, she, you know, you don't have to start. Oh, doing I, that. I don't get this, this, the zoomer trend of doing that. No, oh I, shit! Boomer time, man. Boomer time. It's this. It's this like I don't know. It feels like it's this like errors. What's it called? Like it's the dab of this of this year. Like to be fair, the we're supposed to this year. we're supposed to be indulging in it. But I don't know why it's we're true. not. It's true. No, I don't know. I just do. I just feel like it's gonna. It's gonna be here for a while. Then it's gonna be. Then it's gonna be gone. Just like how the dab gone. No, I remember when the yeah. dab came and left. The dab came and everyone was just oh, was doing it like, like huh, or like huh. and then like <laughs> when uh then suddenly there came out all these messages like oh dab is like uh what is it called memberi hormat kepada setan or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> like, okay, okay. Then like the kids were still doing the rich kids were still doing it, but then all the people in the in the kampongs were just like no 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 setan for me no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though like uh i remember mike and i i think was it you me and um it was it dan remember when we went for the uh uh sajara 
sort of uh, what you might call it a uh, project. Oh, for, Dan for is another person G- who is not Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Just basically, remember. we went to uh, I think was it Museum Nagara? We went to Museum Nagara. Yeah, and like remember we did like this weird dab thing, and I think Dan still has the picture <laughs> of it. <Wait>. Yeah. <laughs> uh... yeah, that that is like I remember seeing that again. And I'm like, oh God. How uh, much? I don't remember. I don't remember, but I'm. Sh- oh wait, no, I do remember. Yeah, I do you remember. do. You should. It, it, I do oh remember. Like holy crap! And I, I do I, regret I, it. Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> we, but it got. But it was our most popular picture on Instagram. It got about hundred oh. something likes. And I'm oh, like, what? Oh yeah, I'm and like, it was woo. indicative of the trends at the time. The I know. At the time. I guess we sold our soul. Maybe, maybe you did. Maybe, we maybe really you did. Memory hold my kepada setan. Memory hold my kepada setan. Ya Tuhan. Oh God. Okay, maybe. Okay. Uh, again, keynote for today's session. This is like we we will probably delete a lot of parts of of this. If something is inside, it was it's good that, that you are listening to it if it's inside, because yeah. we felt like we couldn't remove that part. I'm pretty sure the things that I said just now probably going to remove, because like if you again, if you if you don't want talking about that, we've already removed it. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, Again, yeah. we we want to be as respectful as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it respectful in a way. I just still. said, I say the I say the f word. Then it says the f word. So like, it's fine. Yeah. True. True. Anywho, so uh, yeah, I mean, so I think um, well, what else do I want to ask? Oh yeah, um, about Mike. Yeah, here we go. So yeah, since you okay, you know what? You should let the people know about how you you know drew that thing like. What made you come up? I mean, I know we gave you ideas about the cover art and whatnot, but but like, what what made you like have that idea, like construct that image in in that way? You know, like construct what made you? That image. Yeah, what made you like somehow read our minds and somehow you know construct our image in the way that we won? I mean, we didn't even know we wanted that, but you did it, and we liked it. So, what I mean, like, what, what was the um, process on on that? Well, I think. I think that a big myth that people think about artists is that they have this whole complicated work process to go like, oh, like for one one phase, it's like them trying to formulate a plan, you know, like formulate a plan, like, like a concept. And then phase two, they try to make a sketch of it, like try to realize it. it's like storyboarding or something. And then in phase three, they actually try and do it. And phase four is polish. But the reality of it is someone fucks around, they find something that looks alright, and they're like, okay, you know what? Hey, how does this look? And then they say, oh, you know what? This looks pretty good. My God, how did you make this? And uh, the whole thing goes through. It's actually simpler than I think most people would, would, would think. Wow. It's just, I messed around with like a, like a circle. Like I had a background color. And then a white circle in front. I just messed around because Dennis and Ian here, they specifically wanted their two heads uh, yeah, in the yeah, in the icon. In the in the icon. And I just thought, okay, just put them both screaming at each other. <laughs> Cause uh, it's cut the cause they're, they're screaming at each other. That's essentially what you hear in the podcast anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's two people screaming at each other. Yep. I'm, but yeah, I mean uh, so <laughs> Yeah, go it's ahead. The long and short yeah. of it. Uh, well, 
I guess that's cool. I mean, like for for you, right, uh, Mike? What when it comes down to like the art that you do, like uh, personally, what what kind of what, what 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 would you say your art style is like when it comes to explaining your art to people that like have never met you before? My art style is summed up with one word: inconsistent. Okay. Oh! <laughs> really, <laughs> damn! All right, that that is giving a whole lot of bright. It's, it's because because I've I've only made. Um, I've only migrated towards digital art uh-huh. in in like probably last year or or twenty nineteen. It's about it's about that time that I really mm-hmm. got serious right, into right. doing digital art and and moving into digital art Good. means that my whole work process and the whole um and the whole sort of 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 process of making art is changed basically. So mm-hmm. that also in a way influences the art style and yeah basically like it, say with tr- traditional art you're doing pen and paper correct that's that will look completely different on pen and paper than it will look on a screen on a digital right. screen right so the art has to look different and of course because i like, you have to use like a like a tablet or something some right. people have a graphics tablet i only have a a, a regular wacom tablet there. there's no yep. screen on it it's just a touch tablet the the disconnect between the hand and the eye between what you're drawing somewhere else and where where, where you're seeing on the screen mm-hmm. that's that's a bit jarring and that'll change like how you draw lines that'll change the art quite significantly right and so right. that that took me quite a while to get over but in, like about now in the end I guess in the end it, it did there is I've developed a specific kind of workflow and art style specifically for digital art that I would that would completely be non applicable to like pen and paper or like a canvas. Mm, I see. I see. I think I, I guess in, in that way when it comes down to like uh creating art, it's like it doesn't matter the art form. Honestly, with all forms of media, it doesn't matter if it's like visual art or whether it's like uh, sonic art like when it comes to making music I think like there's always that disconnect when you're switching oh, into so- <laughs> when you said sonic art I was thinking sonic OCs oh my god <laughs> I was thinking what? of the of, of sonic and mario kissing oh my god no 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 the sonic no, no, no. sonic <laughs> OCs oh my god you just opened up an entire wormhole that you want to an entire worm this is my sonic OC his name is lightning he's yellow and he's from the same world as sonic and he um, he goes really fast, but not like Sonic. He's different. Uh, <laughs> he's different. He's he's he's, yeah, he's yellow. Different. He's yellow. He's not. He's not the same. <laughs> he's yellow. Sonic's blue. Oh, he's not the same. No, <laughs> no but, see my OC. Yeah. see my Sonic OC. <laughs> exactly. I, no, but but that's like there's like some similarity there because like whenever and and let's say an instrumentalist like for example with uh, me and Dad is because we play the guitar when it came time for us to go from um the classic wooden uh you know regular acoustic to like like a, a fresh brand new electrical guitar it must have been I, i'm pretty sure like it, it was difficult it was difficult for me especially because i wasn't that good on the acoustic guitar in the first place but like uh for for dan i guess sh- switching from like the acoustic guitar to electric guitar must have been like a bit different a bit difficult right right Dan? um what switching what the from the acoustic guitar to the electric guitar correct so basically like yeah i mean f- for me i guess because we were have you know when when we were when we we're having this discussion with like Mike about uh moving from traditional pen paper or like hard 
like hard copy art to digital art, there's like I, I feel like it's the same thing with like moving from say a guitar or in my case the ukulele to like an electric guitar. Cause like there's so much like difference. Of course it's maybe you know the form vector is the same. You still like press like frets and you still strum. But like I'm I'm thinking the feel is different, like the way that you play, the way you think about how you're gonna play is different. I, oh I, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Like, you know, I mean when I first um well, when I first played the acoustic guitar, actually, no, wait, I, I started with the classical guitar. But for me at that time, I didn't know that there was different type of guitar. You know, I didn't know that there was like uh, classical, acoustic, and even, and then electric. I, I always know that there's, I always know that there's a difference between electric and, you know, and uh, acoustic, but I never knew like I was playing the classical instead of the acoustic. So, so what I did was, yes, the switching, switching from the uh, acoustic to the electric, uh, there was a there was a difference there, but I think for me, why I easily adapted to it is because I think maybe it's because I've been playing similar chords or similar. Um, I have like a similar technique to what an electric musician would uh, you know uh, would play. You know, like for example, um, you know, uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna get too technical into it, but uh, but when you hear punk rock songs and like you know you hear them play those um those very like um power chord you know that that sharp stuff and whatnot um yeah i mean for me i've been doing that since i mean yeah since i was playing the acoustic so for me uh adapting to it was uh, was simple enough but yes um trying to learn how to um what trying to learn how to then play the electric guitar in a way where you're not just the rhythmic guitarist where you also have to lead the composition uh yeah that's where it became a new thing for me and yeah and it's the it and it's from there where i you know i i felt like i was struggling a bit uh but then later on you know when you keep you know doing the stuffs that um that you do like for example learning your scales and whatnot yeah you get the hang of it but yes um but yeah uh changing to that mindset of knowing of knowing when to play um of knowing when to play the rhythm and when to lead the composition that was the um toughest thing for me yeah mm, i guess so i guess when it comes down to like individual style it's always just about like finding your your own niche like when where, what feels comfortable for you to con- continue and keep on doing and shit yeah Yep, yeah. that's pretty much it. Music I mean, nerd. Mike over here. Okay, I, nerd I, is okay. I, I will call you out calm for that. Down. You join you join a basic music composition class, so you <laughs> shut up about music. Nerds, all right? <laughs> <laughs> please, please, Mike. If, if we are such goddamn nerds, why did, you, why did you join a music composition class? <laughs> okay, you, you got me there. You got me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Come here, don't come at the king that way, man. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I guess oh, it's okay. yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess when it comes down to to the basis of it, when it comes down to thinking about how we, you know, express our creativity in different ways. I mean, for me, I've never been that good with art at all. I've, I'm, I'm, I like to think that. If I could show a, a drawing to a baby, the baby would cry because of the fact that I, I draw like shit. But like, I don't know. It's just kind of, oh yeah. What a rude baby. 
what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to yeah, be fair though, my, my Mike is right though. What a rude, what a rude band. What a rude, what baby, a rude baby. You never learned, you never learned any matters. Yeah, I mean, come on, babe. Like, what the hell, baby? Yeah, that's true. I mean, wait, I want, I do want to ask though, Mike. What, what did you think when you uh, heard the name of our? our podcast because like i don't know i, I don't oh, know title, what, you know yeah. do you think it was like okay do you think it was like cringy wait, 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 like, what do you think when i first heard the title the title card the first thing i the first thing i thought was this is this is just them being them this is their personality <laughs> leaking out and and this is their no bullshit um <laughs> approach basically to podcasting and i was yeah. like you know as, as i said i was i was it was really inter- it was a really interesting idea because most podcasts tend to try to be PG, I suppose. They don't want to cuss. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, like, okay, okay, let's like narrow it down to say local podcasts. Local podcasts. What do they talk about? Like <laughs> everyday stuff, right? It's like, oh, yeah, guys, I, I love the... nasi lemak. Nasi lemak <laughs> is my favorite food. About to say that, I'm so Malaysian. I love nasi lemak. Like, we get it, okay? We get it, we get it. I mean, okay, I'm not saying that I don't love nasi lemak as much as the next guy. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm Malaysian, okay? I'm, I'm You're living not out of the Malaysian. country. Okay, okay, I, okay. Calm down, <laughs> calm down, Pookie. But like. I'm not, I, like I, I love Nasi Lemak as much as the next guy. I love Ota Ota as much as the next guy. But I'm not gonna like create an episode podcast like okay today we're gonna be talking about Malaysian food. I mean okay I'm gonna jinx myself. I'm gonna make an, an episode about food in the future. But yeah. I don't. I think that the thing that Hate me and Dennis wanted to do is just like we did. We didn't want to. I don't want to sound full of myself or like as if we're full of ourselves. But we wanted to have a podcast where it's just people who are young who are from Malaysia just talking about. You stuff. are full of yourselves. That's, okay, why you, that's, that's, that's why you're doing a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I, I hey, so. that's why you're doing a podcast. <laughs> why not? I mean, yeah, it's just I don't know lah. I just wanted to. I just wanted to. Ian, get... Ian's humble bragging right now. I'm not. I'm not humble. <laughs> you know, no. I'm just saying no, no, that when no, we created no, I know, this. I know. No, when we created this podcast, I'm pretty sure that at the start of it, we didn't have any idea what we wanted to do with it in the first place. We just wanted to yeah, have a space that we can talk, and because we talk so much on like this on like discord and like there's so much like stuff that we think oh this these ideas people might agree with or even if they don't agree with it'd be pretty funny to see people not not agree with and we just talk so that, much like, shit no. you need an outlet for it we need no, to let true, it out but, like, yeah but true but for, <laughs> me, an audience for me for I, but for me like i i don't know for me like doing this podcast it's like I guess I just want to show a different shade to like, you know, Malaysians, you know, I mean, you know, you know how it gets annoying when we see that, oh, all Malaysians are polite or oh, all Malaysians I are know, I know, oh, I get, I totally get what that. you mean. I guess. So yeah, I for get, me, yeah. For, it's yeah, a, it's a different yeah. face of unfiltered podcast. Cause like, yeah, I'm, like I'm, every podcast I mean, I is like, me... every Malaysian yeah, 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 podcast yeah. is, I think oh so. guys, Top ten places we could go to <laughs> visit in Malaysia. To number Guys, one you, place. Have you been to Penang? Cool. Like Tiba? <laughs> of course, I have been. You you think I I, I went to secondary school in, in in Malaysia? Of course, I've been to fucking Penang. Who hasn't been to? Okay, but and I I, I no. think that yeah, like no, but but the main thing is like um yeah, I think we're creating this podcast for people who. Like, who gets, I think, who got tired, just like us, you know, of listening to, like, you know, um, not just podcasts, like, just advertisements from films, you know, like, um, where we Malaysians are portrayed as some sort of, like, 
polite, you know, uh, holier than thou type of people. With the most rude society. Or it's either yeah. that or like people don't know what Malaysians is that like a fool? Is that like what? What is that? I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Is Malaysians like a like a beverage? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, no, but it's like. I feel like with with Malaysia, right? When people think of Malaysia, I think it's either you think of like or not think of like, but when you see Malaysians in media, it's either people who are so incredibly like white in the way that they speak, or you see people who like, <laughs> don't speak English at all. Then like, there's like two extremes. They're like, I don't yeah. think that's the case when they no say that like, Malay. Yeah, I don't think so. Malaysians, at the most part, well, at least for you guys, because you live in like the city and I live in like a town, we yeah. we know how much English. Is like normal. I mean, for me, like for us personally, I think we speak pretty, like we speak a lot of English and like, I guess that's the way that it works in the city. But like, I think that a lot of people get confused sometimes like, oh, Malaysia, it's either you like sound really white or like you sound yeah. like you don't speak English at all. Yeah, that that's, a, yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, maybe that's one of the reasons as to why, you know, like, I guess this is one of the most important thing like, as to why we started this podcast because, like, um, you know, I mean, that, yeah, one of the reasons we were getting pissed off at, you know, just seeing, you know, Malaysians not being represented properly or maybe, you know, not giving a different shade or maybe not, like, you know, showing us properly in, like, you know, media. But but I think the other reason is to just, I don't know. I think it's just, um, uh, you know, like, for example, right, like, uh, you know, I remember when we have our friends and, like, you know, we listen to them talk and, like, you know, and they're just like genuinely they're just like you know normal people right but then like the moment like um the moment that they have to step onto like um some sort of like podium or pedestal or whatever uh they just switch like just like that you know like just like this and and i'm like wow i i just can't believe that we malaysians are so good at imitating things you know like we really are great at imitating stuff yeah, I, mean, I mean i'm not gonna let you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, what I'm trying to say is that 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 the imitation thing is like kind of causing us to lose what we care about as Malaysians, you know, like in a way, our raw identity. So. Yeah, so. yeah. Trying yeah. to shake off the crazy rich I, Asian syndrome. No, I, I feel like that's the thing. It's like it doesn't matter what what creed you are, what color you are, when you end up, yeah. when you end up like I don't know, it it feels as if like with a lot of Malaysians, it's either you try to be you try you know that you're something but you then try to be something else because you think that it's better which in in my case i don't really want to be anything else i don't want to be i know that like i don't want to be uh like a chinese person or like an american person or or a uk person or an indian person i just want to be a malaysian Uh, maybe maybe that's just coming from from me as someone who hasn't (laughs) stepped foot on on you know tana ai in like so long but like I, I it's you're like, feeling the national the, the maybe pride. I'm feeling like the, the, the national pride but it's like I don't know I feel like it's so difficult for Malaysians when you're in Malaysia to say you know I'm I'm Malaysian I'm not a Chinese person I'm not a Malay person I'm not an Indian person I'm, I'm Malaysian but maybe it's just because I haven't been in Malaysia that's like you know I don't want to identify as just what I am I, I'm Malaysian I grew up there I have family there it's where I you know it's where home is and you know, yeah it's, yeah no, I mean, yeah, uh, but that's the thing. Like, I think <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with like, uh, you know, imitating like cultures and whatever. I think, I think one of the greatest things about it is that, uh, we can actually like, uh, look towards the uh maybe the American side of things or maybe even the British side of things, and we can learn from them. 
And I think, yeah, we've gotten a lot of benefits. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of benefits from them, yeah? But but it's like, it's like then, then it gets kind of confusing when I see like, um, when I just see that us Malaysians no longer care about like, you know, wearing, um, I guess like, I guess for me, because I've been to the city and I remember going to Pavilion, right? And Pavilion is, was, was for me a culture shock, believe it or not. Although I just live in Slayang, which is not that far <laughs> from Pavilion, but it's a culture shock nonetheless, because it just blew me away like, Wow, I mean, like you know, don't get me wrong. It's impressive that we have so much of malls and whatnot, but but it's also like causing me to feel like, huh, like the consumerism uh, took you by surprise. Yeah, like like it just felt like, you know, what my mom and dad were saying about the eighties of like Malaysia and you know how we used to like have this sort of culture where where we had our own thing, you know. But but then like um yeah, but then just seeing this. Just seeing malls being dominated everywhere in pavilions just kind of like, mm. kind of kills me. But I also get the um, the entertaining part of it, the happy exactly. part of yeah. it. Yeah, you know, I I love I I like going to the mall, but I also feel like we don't have much you know recreational parks or yeah, so you know. Those. When you say like your parents tell you about the eighties, like what do they what do they tell you about? I mean, like you know, I mean, it's not just my parents; it's my uncles too. Like they have personal experiences of like you know, enjoying Malaysia in the 80s. Like, for example, he used to work in this hotel. I think I think everyone in Malaysia might know. I mean, well, not everyone, but some people might know. It's called Shangri-La. And, uh, yeah, and and uh, and he, he would always tell me stories of how he would just see, you know, uh, Malaysians, um, just uh, Malay people or even Indian people just, you know, uh, having this union ship and uh, just they just started um, you know having fun and yeah it was it was very free like you know it felt like Hong Kong you know like okay well not 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 now but like you know but like <laughs> well, the, the golden age of Hong Kong <laughs> well, no, the golden yeah. when it, when there was not the the boom boom and the, and the ah yeah, you know, yeah 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 it, it yeah, felt yeah. it felt like the golden age of Hong Kong when they um, when they told me about stories of uh, Malaysia in the eighties and I I just was like wow I mean. I can't believe, don't get me wrong, like, you know, KL is still pretty progressive, you know, you know, Slango, I mean, I guess, in some ways, but, but it's just like, we no longer have that, that's all, but I, I'm not, I'm not sad or anything, I'm, I just feel like we should have some sort of identity again, you know, that's it. God, cut the cassette, single-handedly bringing back Malaysian culture. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think I think it I think like Malaysian culture right now is like you know I'm happy to see like you know Yuna representing us in America. I'm I'm happy to see like Michelle Yeoh doing right, stuff yeah. out there. You know, I'm happy to see all these people. I'm happy to see Nigel Ung, you know, like uh, Uncle Roger, yeah, going Uncle out Roger, there. Yes. Yeah. He he's Uncle doing that. Roger. He's bringing that that is us, you know, that is technically us on a I wouldn't say on a day-to-day basis, but like... But you know, on some basis, yeah. On, yeah, on like, yeah, yeah. On occasion, is, on occasion. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's doing that. So I'm, I'm glad to see that that is like a uh, what uh, a reinvigorating uh, part that's coming back to us, you know? Like seeing him doing all that makes us Malaysians feel proud. It makes us want to like, you know, just have that, you know? Instead of right. like cowering away or what. That's true. I mean, like, what, my, what, uh, how, what do you think? Like... What I think of what uh, Malaysian representation, like culture in general, well, representation as well. Like, what, like, basically yeah. in your own terms, lah. 
Oh, like in mainstream media? I guess so. I mean, yeah, like like I mentioned, it's, I think, a lot of... Yeah, I agree with what you said before. Malaysian culture is... it's In media, it's, it's two extremes. It's either you have the heavily romanticized crazy rich Asian syndrome or you have the extreme poverty kind of depiction. We are a third world country, things like that. Yeah. yeah. But like taken to the nth degree. Right, like right. 10 levels up. It's like they just depict us as poor, but really, really poor. Like if they want to show us, there'll just be like rice fields and that's it. And like a shack or two. Shack. Like wood. This is a house. Wood and zinc. This is where I went to school, like dilapidated wooden building. It's also it's, where I'm going to get married Malaysia. and probably die. <laughs> this is Malaysia. This is where I sleep. This is where I eat. And this is and where she- I will die. <laughs> Pretty much. I guess lah. I, I think... With Malaysian culture, I feel like it's so difficult because like on top of that, when we talk about the two extremes, it's not even like these two extremes are common examples. It's like where you find Malaysian culture in like um, mainstream Western sources or like even mainstream Eastern sources, it's like few and far between. When you see it, you're like, oh my God, they're talking about Malaysia. Oh my God. And then people get so excited because it's like yeah. they never talk about Malaysia. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, 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 that's another thing. Like, Barely yeah, on Mal- the map. like i mean to be fair though like i just um i think like the with you saying the crazy rich asian syndrome thing yeah that that, that that's actually really funny like like just imagine like like we like we see that you know that that location is in like you know in malaysia right but then like we we don't get any representation for that of course, because it's Singapore. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that you know, a lot of people think, especially when I'm because I'm living in Singapore, a lot of Singaporeans tend to think that Malaysia, like Malaysia, doesn't want the representation. It's not that Malaysia doesn't want the representation. No. It's just that no, like no. so much representation is given to Singapore, and it's like yeah. it's not that we are jealous or anything, but it's like when things no, go do you know go for Singapore, we still think that it should come for a little bit for Malaysia. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that Singapore shouldn't get any screen time. Like, that's not fair, of course. But it's like, sure. hello, Malaysia is here. We're like, hello, we're here. right across you, the border. You want to give a bit? Like, hey, <laughs> hey yo, we're here, man. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And it's like, I, I wouldn't say it's like, like we get no screen time at all. Like people will, if you tell people Malaysia in this current century, some people will know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure a lot of uh, people in, for example, other, like in, in Muslim countries, people know what Malaysia is. And like in, some, mm. in European countries, in the UK, prob- they probably know what Malaysia is. And I think yeah. that as, um, as young Malaysians, we are, we are starting to like spread out. But uh, it just depends on how we go about things. Like I, I, I'm not speaking for like people who are representing Malaysia because I do not think that I represent Malaysia at all. Like I am, I'm pretty sure that none of us represent Malaysia. It's just, I guess what we hope for when it comes to like representatives of of the country when you think about them. I think uh, you know, I mean, Shahid Sadiq would have a lot to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shahid Sadiq so. TikToks, the Shai face Sadiq. of Malaysia. Face to be Malaysia. fair he's, though, like I, I mean, I think he's that's my minister. Like, <laughs> he's he's <Mark> minister. I, <laughs> I genuinely think that there's hope for us. Like honestly, like the way I see um, our youth uh, is like you know, I mean, basically us. Uh, the way we're moving forward and thinking uh, our mindsets and whatnot, 
um, yeah, I think I think we're we're let's hope let's hope for us to actually become you know better, uh, bigger, you know, even. But uh, but yeah, I mean, like, that's give give me like a, another generation or two, and and maybe this yeah. kind of kind of yeah, thinking yeah. will will be deep rooted somewhat in society. Yeah, I think sure, so. Sure. I, you gotta I give it time, time to settle. All right. I, yeah, I agree. I think that when it comes to like thinking about our culture, we always like worry. Oh my God, will we ever progress it far enough to be like considered modern? Because for some of us, you know, I guess we still see the country as being still being somewhat like conservative and like you know we can't do this, can't do that. But I think mm. that it just takes time. It just takes the need for us to to progress. And I think that the youth, especially uh, around people like people our age, are starting to realize that we probably do need to modernize and adapt to becoming more progressive because if not, we're not going to be able to survive in this modern yeah. like, oh, atmosphere. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. like, if, we, if we're going to take that argument, right, if we're going to take that argument, another side of it, another side of the antithesis would be that if you give it more time, then this kind of thinking, this kind of, like, old order is going to be even more deeply entrenched in the future generations of future society. Right. And it's like yeah. it has to the change has to come, and it, in this side of the argument is that change can't come gra- gradually. It has to be enforced somehow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think in a way it is though. Like if you see like, um, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna get like into you know political stuff or what, but I'm just saying like, uh, you know, with the recent um, um, uh, just just with the recent problems that we have in Malaysia, I just think like. Um, a lot of us you know like uh, even some people that i don't think would have you know th- uh, i don't think would have acted in that progressive way are starting to do it you know and for me i think that there is an enforcing you know um entity somewhere there you know like uh, i think there is but yeah but like what mike said uh if we keep uh if we keep going in this old sort of old age way and if we still have that until the future then yeah we're still gonna be you know uh, ridden with it you know um, for quite a while but that that's pretty much it i guess about malaysia you know like i mean i think all of us love our country and whatnot for sure but uh and we know like there's so many awesome stuff about this country that you know that other people don't know about and you know i just wish that we'll share more of it you know Course. I I can't feel like our podcast is slowly turning into like we love Malaysia so much. Please, please, we love Malaysia <laughs> please, so guys. much. Yeah, yeah. Please, we are, please. We are very nationalistic. We love this country. God, damn I it. hate all other countries with Malaysia's mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Nah, I, okay, to be honest with you, I I kind of worried about be, of, of people becoming like that because you know it's never right when you say like your country. Okay, it's not. I, it's never right. I'm I'm not saying it's not right to say your country is the best. Like it's always good to say like, oh, I love my country because my country is like in the in my eyes the best. But it's like when you're overly nationalistic, then problems arise. As uh, history has has uh, pointed us in direction to, aka the Mister Hitler, which we are hopeful never happens again. <laughs> when you love, it's, it's when you love e- something so much, you would kill for it. You know what I mean? It's an easy. It's an easy. <laughs> what is this to fall into? It, are, are you are you doing a plot to you I, on Netflix? No, really? No no. no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. But it's true. No, but but Mike is right. No, Mike is right. Mike is right. It it is yeah. really easy for yeah. the for things like this to like happen because like you end up thinking, oh, I'm do I'm doing nothing wrong. I'm just supporting my country. But now that you end up like jo- like things getting out of hand, and I think that with um with moving to Singapore, I see that like 
there's so much more out there that like if if you only like end up saying good things about your own country and never really thinking about the bad sides about it, then you will always think like your country can do no wrong and then you always get stuck in this perpetual loop of like, yeah. oh my god, I keep on finding reasons to justify like if my country does something wrong, which I think that we should be avoiding, right? Like we should be like, if we see something, we should we should say something. Like if it's like... Yeah, I should call it out. Correct, correct. If, if, we, if, if, if we see a problem like with the way that our society runs, we can't just say like, oh no, it's Malaysia, be Akanjela, like, 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 like leave it. But we should be like, no, we want change because, not because of like other countries doing it, but we know that this would be better for more people, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. Yeah, but uh, yeah, okay, so I think uh, we've gotten that out of the way. So uh, yeah, we you might as well. <laughs> you know, after <laughs> that, that, the kind of serious talk, you know, I want to go back to the, the crazy rich Asian syndrome thing. Okay. All right. Cool. Another point I had to to say was I think so. Yeah. Another another point I had to say was was that because Singapore and Malaysia are basically the same, (laughs) honestly, basically the same. Depends. It's just a a difference in economic status usually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what really that's what's creating this this gap in representation is Mm -hmm. that Singapore is is seen as because its economic status is much better. It's at a much you know, the Singaporean dollar is an absolute garbage against the dollar. It's it's seen in a more positive light. It's seen as more advanced. And when they look across the border to Malaysia, like, oh, compared to Singapore, it looks right. like Malaysia's in absolute poverty. That's mm. why I think mm. the media bias for representation is 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 there. Is they would rather cast Singaporean actors, they would rather film in Singapore than they would in Malaysia. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's seen as more desirable. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, and more like you know, and I think Singapore deserve it though because like you know they they you know they they've done yeah, a good job yeah. and like yeah, yes, and so. yeah, yeah, I mean like they yeah they one hundred percent deserve it and yeah, but but that's the thing you know like sometimes I uh, I just I think you know what if if we show people the films that you know we used to have like you know before. Um, you know, before we have this sort of like shitty films that we were, were getting from our local, uh, um, what from our local, uh, you know, cinema, uh, yeah, be- before like you know, if we show them like the two thousands one, the nineties one, even, I think people would actually see Malaysia as like you know a really cool film place. Really, I'm not gonna lie I to guess. you, but I guess, but but right now with <laughs> with the way our Filmmaking industry is like yeah I'm I'm not just gonna yeah, oh you know, boy oh I'm boy. not gonna get that's into whole, that no 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 yeah, yeah, that's all. I I I do want to say though like the whole idea of Malaysia and Singapore being so similar I think there's like very different views on it depending on where you where where you like are based because like I remember when I was growing up and like being more thinking that like oh Singapore seems just like Malaysia just a bit fancier and like people just thinking in in Malaysia that like Singapore is basically Malaysia just a bit richer. Whereas yeah, when I come exactly. over to Singapore and like I I, I move here, new world. and it really is a whole new world because people don't because like to Singaporeans the idea of comparing Malaysia to Singapore is just like what there is no way that can happen Malaysia is just so I I'm not yeah. saying that Singaporeans are full of themselves that's not what I'm saying no, but it's no. just the fact that they can it's very difficult for from based on like the people I know like it's very difficult for people from Singapore to say like yeah Malaysia Malaysia and Singapore are similar in fact. It, or more often than not, a lot of them are just like, 
Malaysia is just the uh, no Malaysia is the third world country. We are like, we're pretty okay. And like but but Malaysia is the third world country. I don't think that we're the same. I mean of course we came from there, but I don't think we're similar at all. And it's like it's also because I feel like in Singapore people have family in Malaysia. But when they go to Malaysia it's literally just for like visits with family and a lot of their families still live in rural areas. Like they still okay. live in kampongs and like because of that I feel like a lot of people in Singapore don't see it that way. They see like see. oh Singapore is like here. And like Malaysia is like somewhere like down here. Like I, you can't see my hands, of course. Like this is this is a podcast, but like <laughs> basically, I feel like being a Malaysian in Singapore, it's eye-opening because like to in Malaysia, when we look at other countries in in Southeast Asia, we see uh in general statistics or like general stereotypes when we see, when we think of other Southeast Asian countries. I'm pretty sure. Okay, we think of the country being that's like the most similar to us. What 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 country do we think of? Singapore, right? Yeah, probably Singapore or, so. or Indonesia or Indonesia or Brunei, like Brunei things things like that. Versus, I think in Singapore, when people think of countries that's similar to us, I think that really the country they would think like country that's most similar to us. I guess Australia, like that's that's the country I've that's what I've heard before, and it's like oh my god, yeah, Australia, because like to Singaporeans, it's very difficult for them to say, oh, I think we're similar to Indonesia, or I think we're similar to Malaysia, just because of the fact that to Singaporeans, there's just this big of a culture gap, like, it's just so big that they can't really process the fact that, you know, in, some, in many ways, Singapore and Malaysia are very similar. Wow, I mean, that was, uh, that was, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, look, I, I don't know much about that, but, you know, coming from you, I do trust you, and, yeah, I will uh, take that at, uh, you know, <laughs> at face value, yeah, for no, sure. No, no, you guys, can, you guys can give your own thoughts. I mean, like, what, what do you all think, like? Nah, it's just that, you know, I I think we've said what we wanted to say about, like, you know, um, Malaysia, Singapore, and, you know, just just these things, really, uh, and I think, I think we've um, said enough, and, I don't know, I, I just mean, think, I, like... I mean, like, actually, like, so this is like a this is like like a theory a psychological theory if you will, mm-hmm. but hey. <laughs> when you when you say when you basically if you if someone had a an equal amount of knowledge between of Singapore and Malaysia, and you ask them okay which country is more advanced they probably say Singapore right because this the perception of these countries are very much similar Singapore is just a city state the whole country is. This, the, that city and Malaysia when you think about it the majority of the land yeah. is all rural it's all palm oil fields it's rice fields for days on end it's, it's, it's villages it's rural rural countryside and only a, like a, a little bit of that in percentage is urbanized and I th- and I think that messes with the perception basically because when you think of Singapore you can only think about oh the city right the cityscape of Singapore and the port. When you think of Malaysia, I think that most people would see more of the rural sides. Hmm. Right. I, I I agree with that. I agree with that. I think it's because with Malaysia being so big, and I think that, for example, that happens to most countries with like, uh, I guess if you're big, you tend to, people tend to focus in on like the parts that you think represent the country. For example, I'm pretty sure when people think of America, they think of like, oh, New York City, LA, all those big cities. I don't think they think of like Des Moines, Iowa, or like... <laughs> yeah, I know. I- I'm but pretty sure like people... Yeah. That's just how media, like, you know, media is portrayed it basically. Of course, of course. Because it's more interesting to report on places with more people and like more yeah. pl- places with higher density. And it's like, when people think of like, 
it's, it's the same thing what people think of like uh, uh, when it comes to more rural nations it's so easy to fall into that trap of being like oh that country is completely rural because the fact is it's just too big and people when they hear about the things that happen from that country they're so focused in on the rural areas that they don't think that there's developed parts and I think that for our case it's something similar because the fact is that Malaysia is not a name that is completely well known and because of that people tend to get stuck in that trap they think, they think like oh it's very rural when in some cases it's not. Of course, many cases it is, but some cases it's not. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and like stereotyping and, and like already existing media portrayal also plays a lot in that. Say if you compare America, right? America's, oh yeah, like you said, it's New York City, it's uh, Los Angeles and all, Woo! brother. Woo! Texas. We're all about no, freedom, no one, no one thinks about. <laughs> no one thinks about North Dakota or 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 Nebraska, Nebraska. cornfields of Nebraska. Yeah, and yes, yeah. But if you go further, further, further east, you, like ask ask an American uh, what they think of of Russia. They probably say, "Oh, the cold, frozen, frozen wasteland, mm-hmm. cold, frozen wasteland." But when you go to the more European side, if you go west of the Urals, it's actually pretty urbanized. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like Saint Petersburg and Moscow are pretty, very modernized cities. Yeah, 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 of course. And the and same goes yeah. with the same goes with with, uh, with with China. Actually, the perception with China is that it's it's heavily industrialized and and all the cities are covered in smog, which in most of the part they probably are, but <laughs> but most of this perception of big mega cities in China came from the two thousand eight. Beijing Olympics because that's when Chinese PR basically peaked and that was that basically molded uh, like the world's perception of of, of China basically mm. yeah. but mo- it, like in fact like, China's huge most of it is r- still rural villages yeah and it's just yeah it's just media perception exactly it's it, yeah it's all media perception because we have our own cities we have our own own like metropolises that can rival Singapore probably mm. but it's all about where people put the attention at it's true it's true I mean when it comes to cities it's it's different of course it's different because when it comes to comparing Malaysian cities to the city of Singapore as you say it's so different because like Singapore is a city state it's like you when, when when I hear people talking about going to different places in Singapore it's like oh I'm going to the next town it's like the next town is literally the next neighborhood in Malaysia, like for, <laughs> yeah. for for Singapore, like I don't know how much of Singapore because I I, I moved here like two years ago to, to study and like I my I guess and even being in Johor, you hear more about Malay about Singapore, but like I never realized how small Singapore is. Like, uh, did you know like a journey from one end of Singapore to the other end is literally just like going from, if I'm not wrong, it's just like going from Kajang to like to like Sungai Buloh. How long is that? That's basically how, how like, long, how long? Like, how long? like a two-hour drive at most. Two-hour drive, damn. With traffic or no traffic? <laughs> in in KL, okay. In KL, okay. Wait, wait. Two-hour drive KL, No, actually, if it, if no traffic, two-hour drive with, with. Are we talking about well, like what context are we talking about here? I mean, like, like no. You, you you said that going from yeah. one of one end of Singapore to the other. It's like oh, what, two, two hours. Hour oh yeah, drive, no, no, no right? that's with traffic. That's with traffic. With traffic, okay. Yeah, so that's without with traffic. traffic, that's, that's super even, even less. Even even faster. That's why, and it's like it's so small. When people talk about going about going to the next town, like going to the next town, like moving to the next town, people be like, 
I'm pretty sure, like, if you're in secondary school, like, you had a friend that's like, oh, I'm moving to, like, another town. You would expect, like, oh, I'm moving from, like, let's say, um, like, going from uh, Subang, moving all the way to, to Selayang. People be like, oh, no, I'll never get to see yeah, you again. Yeah. Versus yeah. in Singapore, where it's like, oh, okay, that's nice. I'll just see you next week when you, like, when we go to your house for me. Because, like, literally, <laughs> you move to the next town. It's only a few, um, like, minutes away. I feel like with city life in Malaysia, it's just so different. Because, like, in many ways, cities are not connected with each other. Like, of course, you've got, like, con- like yeah. public transport. You've got, like, intercity buses. You've got KTM intercity. But, like, for example, like, living in Kuala Lumpur versus living in, in, in Penang, in Georgetown, is so different. Like, you, can, you can't really compare life between the two. You can only find differences. Yep. That's true. I mean, like, I think that's what I felt, like, you know, going to Penang, I think, like, in, when I was, like, 14 or... Oh, that long ago yeah. god damn yeah i remember that but yeah it was a fun experience i'm not gonna lie but they they but penang people actually thought we we're from singapore <laughs> <laughs> oh that must have they been actually, that must have been weird what did they say Wait, yeah what, i, know, I don't I understand what happened what happened no I, I just remember that wherever we went in singapore uh george uh, well, i mean in penang it was uh they just they just kept thinking like we came from singapore or somewhere else you know, although we're just like from Slayang, and I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, orang Singapore, like, good. Orang, orang Singapore. Oh, Singapore. Yeah, good. some 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 of them would actually say that. You know, it's it's just so. Weird, but, but 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 you know, but well, we're too yeah. advanced, too modern, <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. People cannot cannot cool, compute. Though. Cannot compute. No, it's just it's just funny like that 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 experience. But yeah, anyways. Um, no, but hmm. yeah, I I guess so. It's it's city life is so. I mean. Talking about Penang, uh, I guess uh, today feels like really just like loving all over Penang. But it's like, like talking about Penang. When I went there for a trip, I really did realize that I think that Penang may be one of my favorite cities in Malaysia, apart from uh, KL. Because for, to me, I think that my favorite city in, in in Malaysia is KL, just because of you know KL being KL. It's so big and sprawling, but. When I'm talking, thinking about like favorite places to be in in Malaysia, it's probably between Penang and, and Melaka. I I just I just it's because for Melaka it's sentimental because I lived in more. It was like an hour drive away. I would drive like I I could drive over there in like an hour. But like yeah. for for Penang, it's just like there's just this like whole vibe to the city. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying. Yeah, yeah. It's so big yet so small at the same time. Yeah, like, you would never find anything like that in Singapore and like. As a, as a Malaysian in Singapore, it's just like I kind of miss that. Even though I didn't even grow, I didn't even grow up in Penang. I've been to Penang only twice, but still, like, huh? I wish there was something like that here. You know. I mean, you know, I mean, there's cons and pros to everything, but yeah, that that's pretty much it, I guess. Of course, of but course, uh, that, yeah, but yeah. So um, yeah, I think there we go. I mean, like, uh, you guys want to, yeah, you know, talk about another stuff or anything, you know. Yes, I mean, so. I have no uh, yeah. We finished the topic. My God. I mean, we finished the topic I, about Malaysia. Honestly, I do not even know yeah. where we are. Where we are. We're, we're now in like. I'm, yeah, we're, we're, we just finished talking about Malaysia. In talking about its... culture, now we're. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, I, we're, I'm, we're... I'm. I'm. I'm wondering how I'm gonna edit this. <laughs> I mean, okay, dude, yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with that, man. I think course, like, I can we'll, help you on we'll, that. I'll we'll just take however long it takes when we. Yeah. Uh, again, this is something that we'll cut off in the future. But whenever we edit, right, we'll just edit, and then when we create, we don't. We're not doing bi-weekly anyway, so we just like, whenever we finish editing, we'll just put it. Anyway, let's just move on, like, Okay, so like, 
I guess yeah, we finished talking about Malaysia. I mean, let's just let the conversation flow like naturally yeah. to where to to however True. it goes. True, but yeah, like you know, I mean, we're done talking about like Malaysia because you know, I mean, we've handled. I mean, we saw. I mean, we yeah. started we off with the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked I about mean, Malaysia a lot. Yeah, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, I guess, I guess, right now, I just want to ask you guys, like, um, since oh yeah, Ian, we've never really approached the topic of like. Uh, uh of um music before right well like, not we've really ne- we've, we've talked about music before like we've definitely talked about it in the other podcasts like in the other episodes but like uh, like, well, like what do you mean in terms of like touching on the topic of music i mean like you know i just want to ask mike here like uh you know what 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 okay so to be fair right i just want to ask like um so I know some people who listen to music in such a way where it's only for them to calm themselves down, which is fine. Uh, how do you do it then? Like, what? How? What, I mean, like, what? How do you listen to music? Yeah, I always have this question whenever. I how do. I listen to music? What I what I listen to? How? For? Yeah. How How do you listen to music? Yeah. Like, what What do? Like, when you listen to music, why do you do it? Like, why do you listen to music? I mean, aside from, of course, just listening to music as, like, uh, you know, in the background to, to hear something, aside from that, it's usually to get a certain feeling, a certain vibe going. Because when I say, for example, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, drawing, when I'm uh, making art of something, like, say, I don't know, it's, it's set in, a, in an urban setting or something, and I, it, I'm drawing something something hip something funky i want i want that same kind of vibe in in the music i'm listening to if i'm drawing something maybe historical like a period setting piece yeah. then yeah. i want music from like a co- contemporary music from that era it's to get into the vibe into the feeling right well i mean yeah i mean that that's that's uh that's actually really cool because like I always ask this question because, you know, I've always had people come to, I mean, I, I would always ask this question. Most people tend to respond with like, oh, I listen to it because it's, uh, it's, I listen you know, because it's... sound good lah. <laughs> yeah, I, listen good. I listen because, you know, nah. yeah, yeah. But then again, you know, we may sound a bit pretentious. We listen to music for to... a higher purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I'm listening to music because I'm, I'm trying to get the the most uh, the most uh, uh, meaning out I, of it. I need I'm to understand. I need to feel. I need, I, to, I, I need my aura, my my aura to be. It, it like, makes you me. Know, it uh, makes me feel a certain way. Like... You know, if I listen to this music <laughs> properly, I I feel. I'm an audiophile. You know, listening to music makes me cool. It's it's, it's just uh, It's artistic. I know. Yeah. It's artist. It's artistic. I mean, <laughs> like, I guess it could sound pretentious. But I, okay, I'm, here we just, go. Justification yeah. of it is that. When you do listen to something that's it's it's immersive, it's an immersion thing. Yeah. It helps with like the the workflow with with how your brain thinks. And if you if you say if you're writing uh if you're writing something set in a particular like with a particular yeah, right. feel, and if you yeah. listen to music of that same kind, you can work on that easier. Say if you if you're if you're writing an action scene. You're listening to something very upbeat with an upbeat tempo, really fast tempo with a lot of percussion mm-hmm. in the background. It helps you write that it, because it gives you that same energy, that same feeling. Yeah. Of course, of course. It helps with the immersion. 
And that's just true. It's not because I'm so artsy. I listen. And, yeah, and that's why it's different for people to people. Yeah, yeah, right. It, it's because it's. I am right? a posh listener of um, music. I'm a posh. posh yeah, listener. exactly. And that's why it's like subjective. I'm gonna set the beat. Because like I, I think that when it comes in, in a similar vein, when it comes to listening listening to music, that's why when people say, I, I know people will say, oh, I don't understand why you can listen to listen to rock music when you're doing homework. Which again, I don't do that, but I've heard people. I've seen I've had, I have friends who listen to like uh the the Black Sabbath or like or, or metal when they do homework and people be like why how, why do you do that like it's won't a powerful you like move. Get, yeah like why won't you, won't you get distracted by lyrics and like it lose, makes you lose focus which is like no I feel like if a person listens to music and it makes them feel like it can help them be productive just let them be right because like for me personally okay mine is quite quite gen- generic because when I listen to the music I listen to when I'm trying to do homework or I'm trying to focus is like instrumental gamelan. It's just like a lot of ding, dang and like dong oh. and like it's easy to, to hmm. get but other people may be different. I mean, personally speaking, I also like to listen to like indie to indie music when I'm doing work especially if it's not something that I need to like if it's work I don't need to memorize. Like I like to listen to a lot of like rock when it comes down to doing like stuff like uh work for jobs or like when it comes to like doing project work that doesn't need me to like think too much and I just need to to copy shit down. Yeah, yeah. I mean I mean I guess yeah the that's that's actually really cool. But like but yeah, speaking of like uh what we just talked about, like audio files and all this stuff, yeah, it's really funny that uh in Malaysia we we have a lot of them. We actually have a lot of them in like KL and whatnot, like, you know, um I remember, like, I, I remember um, having this friend uh, in high school, and he was like, uh, he was very um, into sounds, right? But then I asked him, like, okay, if you're into sounds, um, uh, okay, uh, can you tell me more about, you know, why are you into sounds? And, and then, and then he just started talking about, you know, in this very pretentious way about, oh, uh, you know, you gotta have the best audio. Uh, you know, you gotta like uh, what buy the most uh, state of the art type of uh, headset and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I got a problem with that. I have a problem with people who are that because why? Uh, if someone can create music by just using uh, not even AirPods, but like you know, just using um, shitty earphones, and like you know, if they can do that, then what the fuck? Oh, and then well, I mean, what reasons do you have? Of like you know of trying to tell people oh you're not listening music the right way oh you're not this you're that you know like I mean, what the fuck's yeah. your reason then you know yeah, because it, yeah it makes yeah. no it makes no fucking sense when you say like you need the best stuff I mean I get it you do need gear to to perform and like do stuff but you don't need like like the best of the best you don't need to spend so much money for oh, yeah. something if if Again, you do whatever you want with your money. Whatever makes you happy makes you happy, but yeah, don't yeah. like criticize other people when they don't. You know. Yeah, that that that's my problem in Malaysia. We got that problem, you know. Like we got a problem. Like when when it comes to like, okay, you see, right? I listen to let's say, um, I don't know why, but people always say that my music choices are weird when I listen to the ones that they don't listen to. So, like for example, I always find myself like you know having the open mind to like uh, listen to what they want to listen like for example you know maybe Billie Eilish or whatever right but then but then I show them like a side to me that you know I hope they won't judge even if you don't like it I hope you don't criticize me for listening to it because I didn't do that to you you know I I was expecting you know like uh, the same uh, same um, uh, 
uh, the same behavior. But but then right right. But then but then the moment I started like you know giving them like uh, a, a, a uh, what a sort of um, take on you know on what I I've been listening to. People tend to say like, "Oh, your music taste is weird." Oh, this and that, you know. Like, I, I, I don't get what the story fuck's wrong of with Dennis. Me. Yes. No, no. Honestly, like, it's like it's annoying when you you don't do it, but then other people do it back. You know, like you expect people to behave in like you know maybe a similar vein, but they they don't, and you know, and mm. I guess it it gets really annoying. But but yeah, in Malaysia, we we have a lot of that mindset. Now I don't mind if, like you know, you don't like my music, fine, you know, but but don't come at me and say that. Oh, why are you listening to all this emo songs? Huh? <laughs> why are you listening to all this? You know, like th- don't come at me and you know start saying like that. You know, because did I disturb you? Did I say, oh, listening to the greatest showman is a repetitive fool of shit? Did I say that? No, right? I didn't. So you know, I mean, like, I guess I guess in Malaysia we got that problem of like not being able to accept. Um, somebody's taste, especially when it's super different from yours, you know, you know, mm. like uh, it's it's always been like that. I think I think I know it's a problem with like everywhere, but I think like you know, in places like UK or America, or what they actually do, uh, they actually have places for these types of uh, music, you know, like like people listen alternative, you know, they got their own group and whatnot. Um, you know, in, in US and America, uh, sorry, US and uh, UK. Uh, they just have like a good culture, I'd say, when it comes to allowing people to listen what they want to listen to. But in in Malaysia, I think I think we still have some ways to go, you know, when mm. it comes to that. Right, right. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, like um, yeah, yeah. We still have a lot, a lot more ways to go when it comes to actually mm. just knowing when to not give a fuck. You know, like you know, yeah. that, that's true. Much, yeah, yeah. That we give so too true. many. Yeah, we give like, too many bucks. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, we do do. I don't know if I don't know if you guys first. have ever had a similar experience where you know people come up to you and basically be like, uh, "Oh, what you're listening to is weird," you know, "Oh, what you're listening to is satanic." It is. Or it is. You know? There's yeah. there's like there's some people. It's like a type of people that's so in your face. They care too much. They yeah, I, yeah. I, I they just it's... care too much. Yeah, I, honestly, like okay, I understand it's from a place of like care you like you don't want people because maybe in their eyes it's like oh it's bad to listen to this kind of music but honestly just like li- let people live their life you know True. it's just yeah it's just so like it's not i'm not gonna say condescending but it's like sometimes it does feel like you know i know i know what this what i'm listening to isn't your type of thing but i'm not asking you to listen to it too like i'm not saying that you have to li- like this kind of music it's just like i like listening to it it's just like okay maybe from from my own perspective, I don't think that I've ever had pe- someone say to me like my mu- like my music taste is not the best because like with like with many things, I think I hide the I hide things about me pretty pretty well uh. But I I understand where you're coming from. It's very it's it's really not just disheartening, but it's really kind of stupid when people say, "Oh, you really shouldn't be listening. This is kind of weird." You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's true. I don't know about you, Mike, but have you ever had someone you know? Say that's kind of stuff. yeah. I mean, oh, not directly directly to me because I'm I I shy shy la. I to share the music. I shy la. I shy la. I've seen so many cases of people was like, hey, why you listen to why, why you listen to this music? Ah, they like very emo. Ah, you, yeah, you my chemical or? romance. Apple, <laughs> my go, chemical romance. You like this kind of music? These the people they go shoot the school one. You know or not? 
<laughs> what kind, kind of sound you listening to? What, kind of song yeah. what, what sound is that? Right? Fallout Boy. What is that? Is that Suicide Reference? Is it? No, no, no. Okay, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, oh, yeah, yeah. listening to uh, Pump Up Kicks. Uh, oh, this one, this one sound very happy, yo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh very, my god, very happy, yo. Yeah, oh my god, there, there, there's so many people who think like that, you know, like, it's, it's, I mean, although, yeah, right now, I don't think people, I think people know the real, uh, you know, thing to that song. Yeah, but, yeah <laughs> I want to uh, see if they still don't, though. <laughs> Yo, if they don't, my god, man, they must be naive as fuck, but, uh, but, um, but, you know, but, yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, when it comes to, like, I think the music scene in Malaysia, I think we got a pretty good music scene, right, don't we, Ian? Sorry? We do, we do. A music scene in Malaysia. Because I think, though, you know, the people listening to this podcast, I mean, some of them are not from Malaysia. And, you know, I think we should talk about the music scene. Because uh, I think we have, I don't know if we have a pretty good music scene or not. I'm not sure. Uh, if you guys would care to elaborate on that, that would be dope. I mean, personally, for me, I like a lot of Malaysian bands. Uh, I guess, again, name dropping here because, like, uh, I don't... I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm an avid follower of the Malaysian uh, music scene, but I do know people. Uh, again, not saying that I know people in the music scene, but I do know like artists that I really do like. Like For example, my favorite band of all time, not just as like, my favorite Malaysian band, like what, but really one of my favorite bands of all time is Kyoto Protocol. They're this like, five-piece from KL, and they're like... They do songs in English. They sometimes do songs in Malay, but they mostly do English. And like... I remember finding them in secondary school, and I was really, really into them. And I still am. And they're like really, really active... They're like I I'd, I'd say that they're one of them like a shiny example of like uh the faces of like the music scene in Malaysia because like I know that for a fact that because they are from Malaysia when they see people uh doing covers of their songs or when they see people interacting with them on social media they always reply really quickly uh again maybe that's just because that they're really small and they don't have like that big of a following but honestly I do think that they deserve a bigger following because like they're just so they're just really good. You know, I just, again, maybe it's just me gushing over Kyoto Protocol, but, you know, it's not just them. It's Kyoto Protocol, Yuna, uh, other bands yeah, like Ochentaku, yeah. like, you know, all these stuff, all these different bands and all these different people, like, they deserve more recognition, I think. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Mike? Uh, what do you think about the Malaysia's uh, music scene? Wait, I can't, I can't really say very much because I don't follow the the local music scene very much, but... But I mean, like I mean, we 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 could. I think no. I think we could use with more experimental music. I mean, I haven't deep dived and 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 searched for any of these. But I think if 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 we could get more of these mainstream, like any few any any of the hundreds of yeah, with jazz. Instead of instead of Ismail Izani always popping up. (laughs) Yeah, instead of just some. Some generic rock band doing like alt pop or whatever. I don't know. Nah, we could I mean... get some more. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe try to because a band I really like is 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 Percival, the guys who made um the basically the, the Witcher Three OSD, and they did basically folk rock, folk metal, one of their albums, and I kind of want to see that, but you know, with local bands, but with like Gamelan. And I think that yeah. would be really, oh, no. really cool. Speaking of which, right? Uh, do you all know? Do do either of you know um, uh, Butterfingers? Do you all have you all listened to Butterfingers? Mm-hmm. Butterfingers, mm-hmm. that's a negative. 
Butterfingers is an old Malaysian band. Uh, they actually mm-hmm. disbanded, but they all of them I think are still doing music, or at least like their frontman is still doing music. I'll, uh, I'm gonna just cut this. I, I'm gonna just play for y'all because this is a conversation. I want to let y'all hear the, some of their songs. Like this is a band from Malaysia, and this was oh, shit. This Yo, is are we you, gonna right? get copyright strike? No, no, no I'm just gonna we're gonna do this out in editing anyway. And like we just yeah, yeah. this is okay, because okay. we're having a call and like I just yeah, like, we're just gonna put some you know some. Some Either that or we just cut this part out entirely Just because You know this Take this as just a conversation between us man. We just remove We'll just remove this in the future Yeah Tak nak copy strike lah Tak nak copy strike lah This is a song I'll probably cut this out I'll probably cut out this whole exchange But I just want to let you all hear this song yeah. So this is by but Nah yeah, I don't think then. we should though uh, Because like We're gonna give exposure though To these bands I mean if we You know we we're like a, like a four second clip yeah, oh, I no, think no. What's, I, what's the I, max? Four seconds. Oh no, no, guys! I'm I'm not gonna. I probably I'm not gonna sh- like. I, I I I guess we probably won't put this inside the podcast. But just like as as a like a group conversation now, apart from the podcast, I don't let you hear this because I think that you like. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, you oh, mean okay. the hearing part? Okay, all right. Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> so this is the a song from Butterfingers. They are again. I'll show you. This is the band. They're from Malaysia. They're from uh. They're a um a Malay rock collective, and I think that they're really nice. All right. Like okay, I'm gonna let y'all hear this song. Hold on, ah, this from this is from the album called Transcendence. Transcendence. It's a song called Epitome. Epitome, wow, right? Hey, eh, fuck, no, no song, shit. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Damn, I mean. You know, I mean, there we have it. You know, like, look, I mean, you, Mike, Mike, you and I, we didn't even know that we had like, you know. A good grunge band or what? Yeah, but, you know, Ian that just showed us. So, you know, I so mean, like uh, exposed to it. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, yeah. So, I I guess with like, with um things like that with music, I think it it goes back down to like the being afraid to, you know, like certain things or because you want to copy another culture. It's also that thing of like being scared to, you know, maybe somewhere along the way we stop making music like this because of the same thing, the same reason why people are moving more towards hip hop rather than rock. Because like it's cooler to like certain things versus others. I think that firstly I like this album a lot. Like it's called um It's Transcendence by Butterfingers. It's from nineteen ninety nine. And like it's a very, very um clear example of what progression Malaysia was going through. Like the combination of like traditional music along with new yeah. like yeah, new influences in music. And like when you see the stuff that other people who like Butterfingers also listen to. It's like bands like M. Nasir, things that are, are nothing. I mean, yeah. I mean, of course, of course. Like, you know, if you're talking about M. Nasir, you know, I think, I think any, I think all of us would know about exactly. that. But, you know, but, but, you know, I mean, like, but that's the thing, you know, like, I think the music scene in Malaysia is pretty, uh, I, I think it's, it, it's great. It has always been great. It's just the exposure to that. Has never been great, you know. Exactly. Like uh, the the exposure of a music scene and whatnot has been like pretty lacking, to be fair. And unless you want to count Elizabeth Tan and like fucking Ismail Izani, so I, there we Elizabeth, go. What what happened to Elizabeth Tan? I haven't heard about her in she, so long. I think now. she she got married recently. Did did she is she is she still in the music business? I I don't even know. I think I'm not sure, but either way, but yeah, but but that's the thing, you know. Like uh, instead of just uh, I don't know, like. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff, uh, I'd say, about music scene. But yeah, that that's pretty much it. I think, like, um, I know what else to say about our music scene. All I know is that you know we should try to like um, 
I guess name drop some of them, Ian. Do you know some of them? Yeah, yeah. On, name, name drop, drop them some, yeah. baby. Oh, yeah, tell, tell, what? tell the people, like, you know, what they should listen to. Oh, like, okay. You know, Malaysian no, I mean, music scene. For me, when it comes down to Malaysian music, they, you've got your classics, you've got Yuna, you've got, of course, ZRV. Everyone should listen to ZRV. She's like the the catalyst for the folk movement in Malaysia, if you ask me. You know, songs right, like. there we go. Songs like Kantoi, uh, like Honeybee. I think I've heard Kantoi before. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's, like, it's the. It's the uh, wait, let me get the ukulele up. Like again, this this will again a lot of these parts we will just remove in editing, but <laughs> we're just just for the sake of having. Oh my god! Hold up. Uh, oh Jesus! Uh, oh god! Unintelligible noises everywhere. Oh, <laughs> it's the, you know this is the. Sounded like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, okay, go ahead. It's the yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've heard, I've heard of that, yeah. And like, Kantoi and, um, you know, the Kantoi singer, uh, what is it called? Ziavi, she's so good. Like, again, she's just uh, another Malaysian artist that I really love. She's get more, I, I in my opinion, she should get more like screen time and like uh, media coverage. Yeah, all right, all right. The... I mean, just just name drop it, man, because like you know we don't know how many people are gonna like yeah. actually. <laughs> That's go, true. You know, There's I'm... like ZRV Kyoto Protocol. Um, no, no, yeah. uh, the, the one the, the name like Yuna of course Yuna everyone. Most, I, I mean you. I mean come on, like, you know, in Malaysia Yuna, she's well known, but I think in in, in America yeah. only a few people know her. I know that. Come on, like yeah. Isn't like isn't his song with Usher is like pretty fucking yeah. Popular. Crush was pretty popular, but I'm pretty sure that yeah. not many, pe- but not many people have heard her other stuff. And she makes really good music. I have to say. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Yeah, Yuna. If, if you all don't know about Yuna, I mean, yeah, she's Malaysian first she, of all, and yes, she has made us uh, all of us proud. But like you know, actually, um, going out there and you know putting her music out and yeah, basically dominating. Yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say dominating. No, she, like, she, she put a mark. You know, a mark there on she, uh, yeah, of course. I'm truly. She's like, I guess she's Malaysia. You know how Barbados has uh, Rihanna. I think Malaysia has Yuna. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, See, that is that. A, that's a pretty Long good example. Yeah. Other famous Malaysian singers, I don't think so. I think the thing about it is that I know that people have suddenly realized that oh, Indonesia is a place because like Indonesia has like Indonesia gave birth to Rich Brian. Indonesia gave birth to to Stephanie Putri. To again, and I think personally speaking, because I like Rich Brian, I like I like what. He's, I like his music personally speak like I personally like what his music is all about uh, but like um, the reason why Malaysia isn't that well known is also because like to a lot of Malaysians like oh I don't really know anyone from Malaysia versus in like Indonesia has people like Rich Brian it has Nikki oh god yeah Nikki and um, wait Dennis do you know Nikki? wait Mike you know Nikki right? Nikki Nikki Minaj okay, <laughs> Nikki, no not Nikki Min, not Nikki Minaj <laughs> Wait, do you, do you all not know um like Nikki the singer from Eighty Eight Rising? Oh, oh no, I, don't, was, I think no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't do, but I never never listen any. She's like she's the she's the lady that sang "Lose." You know the song like I wait. I have to find her. She's like when you hear her voice, she's it's so easy to like. This one. She's from Indonesia. She's like. I think that for Malaysia, it's because like for Indonesians, like when they go overseas. It's very easy for us to like think of Malaysia as this as a lot more progressive than Indonesia. But in in truth, when people move from Indonesia to overseas, it becomes very. When I think that when it comes to the music scene between Indonesians and Malaysians, when Indonesians uh have that 
uh, you know, that time of like, oh, we really respect, you know, Rich Brian, he's like repping our country. But I really do think that a lot of Malaysians, what happens is that we like to makan sendiri, you know what I mean? Like, really, it, it does come to the point where it's like, and I know that I can see like Mike laughing, it's true. It, it I, I can almost confirm to you, one of the big things that one of my Muslim aunts did say to me, when, like, did, I'm pretty sure she said this when like, Yuna got all famous with her, like her music with Ash, with Ashi is like, Astaghfirullah, dia tu kan pakai tudung, tutup sikit lagi lah, ayo, lepas tu pakai baju macam tu, wah ketat tau tak, then it's like, basically like, oh my god, this lady, she ain't, she, she ain't repping, uh, like, the Muslim Malay community correctly, yeah. like, it's just so, I mean, okay lah, whatever, that, I mean, that's your view, and that's my auntie's view, so I'm like, you know, yes, I understand Mak Long, of course, of course Mak Long, but like, still, it's so like, it's so frustrating because like can't you just be happy for them they're like representing the country and they're like in international ways that don't you want more people to know about Malaysia yeah it's that kind of yeah. thing okay. yeah that's that's another thing about representation of Malaysia It on the other hand like people want more representation but on the other side people want a type sort of, of yeah a filtered specific representation yeah. which right. makes it hard yeah. to to export that kind of representation abroad, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Because it's like it okay, be... okay, we wanna like say we wanna export this film out to overseas, but then you've got this type of people. It's like, mm, this is this yeah, representation yeah. is a uh, is this not is a, not what we want, a you know? good like to just, Malaysia. Yeah, right, this right. is kind of not not a, not a really good like. We're we're gonna reject this, and you, there you, you know, go. Yeah, that chance exactly. for exposure is gone. Exactly. You know, one example of film for that, again, this is a controversial opinion, but uh, have either of you heard about the film Sepet? I have. Yeah. Yeah, Yasmin Ahmad, yeah. Yes, exactly. And, okay, for me, personally, I think, really good movie. For me, personally, really, really good movie. And, like, I would dare say, that's a film that I would dare, I would give the sample of proof that, yes, this is a Malaysian-made movie. Get it out there. Let people find out about this movie and let them watch it and be like, oh, goddamn, this is good. But I'm pretty sure that uh, in Malaysia, it's because there was. By the way, I just gotta say, Sharifa money. Yep, yep, representing uh, you know, uh, Slango and whatnot. Yep, Sharifa money. Yep. So, so, so Omar, Omar, it's just <laughs> I feel like it's so sad, you know, right? Because like that movie was great. That was a great movie, and then you have still people did, like yeah. not appreciating the cinematography, not appreciating the film work, and saying like, no, we can't do this. This is against our culture. Like, what is against uh, our our culture? Like, what interracial like relations isn't part of our culture? Like, that's nonsense. Yeah, it is. I it's mean, like, like it's like it's yeah, a, I mean, it's a, it's a question of oh, whose culture is it? Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's that it's that whole like what represent what constitutes Malaysia? Okay. Again, yeah. we're moving. We I I truly do think that for like media in terms of how uh media is portrayed, like for example, the reason why there's so much debate over music and like and movies and not other forms of art is because like these things are so pervasive in society like you don't see people complaining about lack of representation in art right like I'm like you don't see like people saying like oh there's not enough Malaysian artists like in general there's not enough artists in general that are famous it's just stuck to like the, the good old few who are famous and have money and the other people who are not just not no, not known enough yeah that's that's yeah. very much true because yeah, I mean, like... the the thing that I've I've noticed with art artists is is I mean I've recently recently getting into the the whole art scene in in Twitter, right, right, and it's hmm. 
you have Malaysian Twitter by the way oh boy yes but yeah. <laughs> Malaysian Twitter oh my god in oh, the last man. week is uh, is pretty getting pretty hot in here pretty you know? much mm-hmm. nah yeah, I mean yeah. to be fair though, but, but before that or before it even became heated I think Malaysian Twitter is just filled with K-pop this the K-pop it's that true. Like, yeah. it's true but like yes. the art scene yeah. in, in Twitter is basically you have giants basically and these these thousands and thousands of smaller artists that are all really good i i, I follow a lot of local niche artists because you know sokong produk tumbatan of course mm-hmm. yes yes mm-hmm. produk but, tumbutan, eh, tumbutan the bread tumbatan i'm losing it tumbatan no i can i'm still fluent i i refuse to believe i'm still fluent no <laughs> next next he's gonna start pronouncing nasi lemak nasi lemak in singapore it's, it's not that by the way i i told dennis this exact like the last time we recorded it's not nasi lemak it's nasi loma yeah yeah they, they, yeah what the hell that's so loma, okay. loma. it's way. not Yeah, continue. Yeah, continue, 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 continue. Yes, thank you for the tangent. Well, but basically, you have like it, I mean, it's better than Instagram, where it's you post something and it's 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 hard to get it's, reach. It it's but yeah, it's gone. It's just it's, it's gone. Basically, sea. just goodbye. Extinct, extinct. Yeah, pretty much. Of yeah. everything else, of like brands and and big celebrities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Twitter is a little bit better, but it still has that same problem. At least with how the the, the function works, but okay. you know it's it's right. Twitter it's it's better because uh, with how the feed works it's it's easier to see different artists, and I personally ha- have been exposed to a lot of artists in this way. I've been basically jumping from artist to artist, and that's how I I saw a lot of art in my feed basically. Mm. Right, but I I do notice that mostly it's a lot of the giants. Posting a lot of art every day, like every week, and it's flooding, flooding people's feed. Basically, it's flooding my feed. It's flooding all the the smaller artists, basically. So I wonder if it's like artists is is starting to to look more of a quantity over quality thing for me because the more you post means the more chance people sees it, and the more it'll it'll appear in people's feed for them to see it and to to basically uh, know you recognize you right right and and that's and by that's then comes at the expense of like quality isn't it yeah and, and then, then you're like, like and oh, then you're and yeah. then you're basically flooding i mean uh, a real popular easy way to i think to make it in the scene well, at least not in the scene i guess in like in twitter and social media if you're, if you're an artist is to do a lot of shit posts a lot of shit posts Very often, ah, low quality. Okay, thank you, thank you. And I really these, needed to know and the, about and, this. And yes. these, these basically flood the much higher quality art like done by time, much time smaller work. people. Yeah, time time consuming work done by done by much smaller creators. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think that's a major problem, especially with how we consume like art nowadays it's like it doesn't matter when it, if it comes to like like visual media or like like um sonic media when it comes to like to music it's like i've i've heard things from music producers being like okay i i like the way that this sounds but people are not going to listen to a five minute song and then after that i realized like oh my god people are not going to listen to a five minute song yeah like what the what the hell has happened like Like I think that in, because everything is moving so much faster now, people like I want short. I, I want the short songs. I want to be able to listen to this and move on to the next one. 
and it's so I don't know maybe I'm just wistful and like I I just have this sense of like belonging to like going back to an era where people had anti-skip technology and you were forced to listen to whole songs <laughs> but like yeah. I, I was recently recording with a friend of mine because we are trying to release an, an, an EP we're trying to release like a, like a single and like it we we just came we I finished like writing a song and like yeah. sending it to her for like a production and she was just like yeah, this is five minutes. This is super long. Now I realize, like, oh my god, this is five minutes. I, That's I, damn, like, I would disagree god. with that. But hey, you know, I mean, you are producing with her, so I mean, I mean yeah, it, it's just based on current trends. Like, that's long. Five minutes apparently is long now. And then it's like, I don't, it's the same thing with art. Like, the way that we consume entertainment is just so different now. Like, I remember back, I, I, I remember back when, in, when I was younger, I could, I feel like I become more impatient as I grow older. Like, it's just because of the fact that, like, the way that we consume entertainment is just so much more touch and go now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess for me, right, like, one of the reasons, don't get me wrong, like, I think I think this is where I, um, I know we're talking about, like, art and stuff and whatnot and how, you know, we're consuming in such a, you know, in a speed, in such a fast way to the point where, you know, a five minute um track is considered long but uh but yeah for me i think it's the same with uh films too though like if you think about it um i think what people want is like just to be engaged for like for a very long time so for example like if you release a five minute song right in they don't care about the you know the uh what the the setup to the engagement or they don't care about you know they, they wouldn't want that they just want straight up you know action straight up you know uh engagement or whatever you know i think i think i think instead of it being a touch and go bro i think it's about engagement i think people just want to be engaged with like uh with art or with music or with films hence why you know uh, avengers right their, their final movie was about three hours long that's pretty long that's actually bloody long you know, and and I was surprised at the amount of people who went to see it because I thought, like you know, like you guys are saying, um, you know, it's a touch and go society nowadays, right? Yeah. But I think I think I think it's uh, I think it's not. I don't, I don't think it's just like a touch and go thing. I think yeah, touch and go maybe in the way of engagement, but yeah, people have no patience for like the setup. You know, people have no patience for for a film to set things up. Or people have no patience for, uh, what you might call yeah. it, um, for I for like so yeah yeah for like um, people have no patience for much um, for character building. Uh, you know, like you know, like like a two hour thirty minute film about a character going through this and that wouldn't get much attraction as what you know uh, as um, something like the Avengers because there's you know, so many things there's like like boom yeah. this and that this and that Bo- yeah 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 eye you know, candy uh, it's a lot of eye candy yeah a lot, that, a lot that, of eye candy exactly yeah so so I guess with art like Mike um, like with art I'm guessing uh, yeah people are now, now producing more and more and more right and, and you know and I think maybe it's because they, they they're like you said they are big artists right and I'm guessing fans of those big artists would feel like they're engaging already you know because uh, oh i'm watching uh, sorry i'm looking at this art that's coming from my favorite artist who is now really popular and maybe they have this idea of like you know oh um if i do this 
I might get to be a part of their world or something. So that's the, <laughs> oh, engage- right. the engagement so thing. Yeah, that's yeah. the engagement part. Yeah, that that scares me. I I hope I hope that I never get to a part where I say like this is going too slow for me. I need this to go faster. Of course, that I'm. I, I think I'm in saying that I'm not saying that's never happened before because I'm I'm human I'm impatient things like that and I'm I'm in this society of course I'm impatient but that's why I try to I'm I'm trying to to, to be better I want to be able to experience things in a slower rate like even though I'm doing a lot of photography now digitally I decided to I I recently got a, a film camera and I decided to like take do that instead like again a little bit unrelated lah but I I really don't don't want like. How do I put this? I really don't want to get to a point. Oh my god! <laughs> what? What? Look! Look in Discord. Look in Discord. What's happening? <laughs> just like, just like. Okay, that's <laughs> terrible. That, that's actually. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, this is true. I am. Okay, okay, go on, go. On. Keep no, going, no, but it's true. Going, I never want to get to a point where I have to say, "Oh, this is true." That's. That's too long for me. I can I'm. I have no time for that art. To I have no time to appreciate that. As good as it might be, it's too long for me. I never want to get to that. I mean, uh, yeah, true. Like you know, like for example, right? Like everyone has their preferences. You know, like you're not gonna like stare at absurdist uh, at absurd art or whatever. You know, if you don't like it, you know, like 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 it's understandable. But I think the problem is right now, even with the things that you like. You just want to like straight up be engaged with it, and and for for me like I don't know, it's just like that means like thriller movies are gonna lose, you know, it's I guess it's um it's feeling of like um mystery, like the grandeur. You know? like, yeah, 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 you know, all that stuff. Yeah, so, so I mean, uh, yeah, for me, thank thank God, you know, Mike explained to me about the shit posting part, why why you know um why yeah, the, sh- the pattern of consumption is pretty much I think right now at least on twitter has changed to me see art art funny <laughs> me move on like retweet, like, retweet. that's Goodbye. that's that's what i've been doing basically i yeah, see no, that, a that's, shit that, post that's right i actually want to I the short I comic to the short comic that, yeah. uh like format is really popular because someone can just read it really quickly in the span of like 10 seconds yeah, go do a, create, do a bit it? of a chuckle digest everything like retweet and then move on Right, and it's and it's also because it's like super easy to create, isn't it? It's yeah, like super it's... easy to just like to like boom, 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 churn it out. out, churn it out, basically. Yeah, like a factory. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Oh my god. Yeah, and you... the horrible reality of post capitalist consu- no, no, consumerism. No, but that's the thing. I was, I was, I was actually kind of like shocked. I was like, hey, yo, Mike, Mike's posting all that. I'm like, hey, what? You know? And then, and then I actually wanted to ask you this, but I don't know why I forgot. But thank God you brought it up because. Right now, I actually have a better um, idea of why, well, you know, why people shitpost nowadays, you know? So, yeah. Easily I mean, consumable, uh, basically. And because it's easy yeah, to make, yeah, it's, and... it has a lot of appeal. It's easy to make, number one, easy to make. Yeah. Two, it's it's relatable. It's it's exactly. funny, it's relatable. Three, it's easy to digest. It's like a small package. Maybe it's like a, like a, a, a comic of like three panels you can read in like five seconds. Yeah. And then it's you can a, move has, on. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the appeal of it. Yeah, it has all these pros, but then again, like you said, there are cons, and it's like there's no more joy in the process. There's no taking time out of your day to like really putting in effort, right? Is is what you're getting across? Um. Yeah. It, I mean, it depends on the creator because some people have a lot of fun with shit posts. You can have a lot of fun of with course, shit posting, of course, of course. but after a, after a certain amount of time, 
you start to realize, am I just an artist that does shit posts, or or yeah. do, would I actually, or am I actually doing like projects that I really want to do? Am I doing it for the people, like just for the tw- the retweets and the likes, or am I actually doing what I want to do as an artist? Exactly. Yeah. It's a conflict of what the audience wants and what the artist wants of what the audience expects and what the artist wants to do it's 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 an internal it's, conflict it's, there's a, there's the gap right that's like the yeah. it's not it's not really the fourth wall but it's more like there's there's always a barrier between like what vision you have for your art and how people perceive it and it's like as people who are creatives we just have to take it in stride right we just have to like work with it whatever comes our way we just go along with it yeah yeah, and you know, I mean, like, I guess for me, like, I gotta, like, you know, uh, I gotta say something right now about art. <laughs> you know, okay, so basically, uh, yeah, I've, I've never really, um, I guess I've always appreciated art, but like, I never really got into art. I'll tell you why, because like, I think maybe it's because like I just don't know how to draw. Yeah, like I remember the, um, the only thing that I knew what to do was lines, lines, and um and geometric shapes that's it like other than that like if you talk to me about drawing a face i'll draw a retarded face yes but now i can't do like i I mean hey if you ask me to draw my mother's face or what i'm sorry mom but like you know i my my drawing is gonna be really bad and you know um but i think that's like i think maybe this is this is me coming from a guy who never really got into art because it's because i'm i wouldn't say i'm scared but like it's because like i had this experience where i tried you know drawing before and i guess you know the uh i guess i got laughed at and like you know i I don't know it was like it was really traumatic and but you know but maybe but but i uh you know it's because of that i never really found the drive or even the um the mindset to want to draw you know and maybe that that's the problem and you know i'm always envious of people who can draw like you or you know or maybe someone that i know from you know um from a graphic design course you know and i'm, I'm very envious of uh, people who can do that uh you know but but yeah i mean but to then now hear you say that uh oh small artists have to shit post and whatnot i mean like it's just there's nothing wrong with that but yeah like you said right like if it gets to a point where where you start having yeah it's a demand of like it's it's theoretically a demand of the industry basically yeah what the audience wants is the demand of the industry and if you start catering to the demand of the industry there comes yeah there comes a point where you're like "Mm, am i am i just doing what the industry wants or am i doing this yeah yeah yeah, and and you know what, and and I just think like if if you artists are also suffering from if like you know artists like you are suffering from that, then I'm also thinking like hmm. So then how would you know someone like me who actually wants to like try to draw to learn from someone like you know you and whatnot, um, you know how, how would we be able to even like I guess half the time or even know how to differentiate you know like um. You know, um, what's a, you know what's a not 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 shit post, but like um, how like I I don't think artists like you can have the time to teach people um, you know that you can draw this or draw that you know, like like especially for people like me who's looking for like you know maybe someone to teach me to do this and that, 
I guess I can kind of understand now why, you know, most artists won't be able to do that because, you know, because you guys are now doing shit posts for, you know, to, to like, you know, to improve your, uh, yeah, your connections and whatnot. So, so that, I mean, you know, and you won't have, to, and you won't have time, I guess, to like explore a more, you know, a more Yeah, I suppose that's the thing yeah. because shit posting is basically yeah. in like, some in art that's been boiled to its essence to convey yeah. a shitpost basically but here's the thing about yeah. learning art learning art is is not conventional it's not a teacher in a classroom no, no, lecturing you basically it's 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 more of i suppose i could equate it to to like learning law in a way in a sense that the teacher would teach you some maybe some basic fundamentals about art and then yeah. after that it's all on you, basically. That the, all the teacher has that can do for you is to show you where to look, show yeah, you where to yeah, look, yeah. give you the materials, give you the resources, and then you yeah. gotta work it on it on it yourself, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I guess, I guess, for, for, I'm just you know just trying to say that. Uh, I guess people like me who don't draw, I think most of us are either scared of it or most of us, you know, just uh, don't have the time or. You know, or um, or I think like, but for me personally, I've always wanted to understand how to draw. But no, my brain would always come back to this, to this, um, this is drawing where I would always keep building geometric shapes within geometric shapes within geometric shapes. You get it? Like I keep, I keep doing that. It's like a continuous loop of things. <laughs> you know, like. Loop. It, it's 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 annoying and i remember i did this for, for for form three and for me i thought it was you know it was a piece of well i mean you know i just did it because you know i just liked it and, and it was a relaxing thing and people started looking at me and it's like huh your art is great even my teacher gave me a praise and i'm like are you mad <laughs> you know are you mad like, are you mad <laughs> are you daft <laughs> yeah how about you uh ian do you have you have a uh I mean, do you know how to like you know draw? Because I have I haven't gotten one clue about it. You know. So. No, I just don't draw. I just don't because I don't I don't like it. What? Oh, you know why? Why don't you like? But for me, it was for me it was the trauma. Me, of, like, I've like, never. It's not trauma. La. I just never. I for me personally, I don't want to call it a trauma. It's just I just never like drawing. I I I think that for visually, that's why I I, I got so drawn to photography. Cause like I like taking photos, ah, I like yeah, capturing too, the yeah. essence. Too, I just don't yeah. like drawing because it's like yeah. I know that my hands aren't built for it. Like my hands are badly built when I are barely built for playing, for like playing for playing games. And like it's uh, for me, I always thought about it as like, I'm not, my body isn't that coordinated. I can play sports, eh? Fine, like fine as in like on the low on the worst end of the spectrum. Art has always, to me, been stuff that I can create, and I can't really create with these hands. I can, I can try and create with other things, but that's why, for me, I've never really thought about it. I don't really draw, but that's why I respect artists a lot, and like, I feel yeah, like artists and, uh, yeah, 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 are like, like artists are really talented. Like as a musician yeah. or like as a singer, I've, I, 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 I get this a lot. Like saying, like, do you think that you're talented? And honestly, I don't think so. Like I uh, think that when it comes to talent, I always look at people who are able to do visual art as like. For me, as someone who's never been able to like properly do visual art in like the drawn way or like create art with my hand instead of like with, with tools, it's always like so cool when I see people who are actually artists, and I guess that's just my perspective, lah. 
All right, all right. Let's stop feeding the pretentiousness to them. <laughs> let's check the timer. Yeah, I think I the think timer is quite, almost yeah. two hours. All right. Yeah, so yeah. I think with that being any said, final thoughts? Yeah, yeah I think we should let's let's do a, final bit, thoughts, a, a few final thoughts. We we covered a lot of things today. I'm I'm not sure yeah. whether we're gonna fit everything into a single app. It's fine. I mean, like you know, we're gonna we, split we, we it should... into two parts. We might do it into two parts. We oh, don't we don't know. We is don't it know. a two episodic thing? Two episodic oh. thing. Should we just record the? Hey guys, it's part four. Anyway, I think that with that said, uh. Mike, we you have the floor. You wanna say you wanna say some something? Yeah, since you you're our guest, you know, of honor. So yeah, you should. Uh, oh my god, some. dude, I'm bad at wrapping up. <laughs> no, no, I mean, just say, just say something to the people who might be listening to this. You know, like yeah. fellow artists, for people who aspire like to anything. be one. Yeah, just just say yeah. anything. My fellow, <laughs> hello, my fellow Any, artists. Anything, anything. Yeah, anything. Well, I mean, to all the listeners out there, uh, you know, it's. Shit, I mean, like, dude, thanks for listening. This is this is this is this podcast is, yeah, it's it's just like basically conversational. It's just like a fun thing we uh, like we do on the side. But like, thanks for listening. Tr- truly, truly, from the bottom of our he- hearts, it's. I know. I guess it's my first time being on the podcast. It's uh, it's yeah. it's pretty cool. It's it's a cool medium to be in. Because I've only ever listened to podcasts, and all of those were just boring history or something. That's <laughs> true. And Maybe. it's like having a conversational podcast, a podcast that isn't like, you know, not not scripted. Like this, I like I really like this new format, where it's just okay. We start from one point, like point A, and then we just okay wherever we stop, that's where we stop. We just yeah. follow the mm. natural flow of the conversation. That's I really like this format. It's better than the like a scripted podcast where you're like, okay, they're gonna talk about food, they're gonna talk about their favorite <laughs> boba, boba tea, or, yeah. or something. And it's like, okay, that's really predictable. Granted, we did have that section where we basically gushed over Penang, but you know what? We'll just like, yeah, Miami, Miami, come on, it went somewhere else. It went somewhere else. It's, it's, somewhere else. it's Penang, yeah, yeah. It went somewhere else. It went somewhere else. It's much so, better than yeah. the scripted scripted podcast where it's really <laughs> predictable. It's, yeah. I mean. I mean, it's not for me to say what what people like in podcasts or what like the general interest yeah, in yeah, podcasts yeah. are, but for me, honestly, it's all about the conversation. It's about how people have different conversations. Yeah, it's either that or like you know you got like different genres of podcasts, like informational yeah. and such. But this is a conversational one, basically, and we want to try to relay some 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 things, some thoughts, some expressions, yeah. some ideas through regular conversational. Uh, conversational like a format like it's it's relatable mm. it should be infinitely relatable of course yeah so and that's that's the yeah. best the best format the best kind of way you could portray it I think yeah alright in, in, yeah. in general we're really thankful uh, for you for, for you coming on this episode today but uh, with with all that being said Dennis uh, I guess it's time for us to wrap up we uh, on behalf of all uh, of the two of us, you know, thank you guys for listening. We hope that our schedule yeah. like gets a lot more standardized, <laughs> or like we get. Yeah, really... I mean, yeah. yeah you sorry about the yeah, sorry. sorry about the extremely long yeah. delay that you know we it's... put on. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, what to do is cut the cassette, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. And Anyways, but uh, but wait, before that, I just but fuck you. 
<laughs> we don't care about you. But thank you no, but I just want to say, I just want to say a few things. Uh, you know, uh, Mike, seriously, thank you for coming on to this, uh, you know, to, for this episode. And uh, I just want to say that um, I think I think we might want to invite some other guests too, right? Yeah, I mean, of course. You know, you know, you're welcome anytime, though. Seriously, honestly, guy, you're welcome. Extremely anytime. glad. And and uh, and you know what? Uh, I'm glad that you've uh, given. A whole lot of uh, exposure. Uh, well, not not just exposure, but exposure. you've given. Um, no, no. When I say exposure, I mean artists like are paid a- exposure. You're paying me with exposures. This how I. Do? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, like you, you've given, like you know, your ideas, your thoughts, and whatnot. You know, and a whole lot of um, things where you know I was at times confused about. You know, about like for example that shit posting thing and whatnot. So, um, yeah. Anyways, and yeah, and for anyone who's listening out there. Um, yeah, if you do, you want to, uh, you know, ask them to follow, you know, whatever, whatever stuff that you got going on. <laughs> oh my I mean, god, come on, dude. man! Like seriously, do you what do you want it or not? Do you want to plug yourself? Oh my god, I want to plug myself. Ubu. Yes. Because uh, you know, you I can... know you got great art. <laughs> I know you got great art. Just tell me right now, and I'll tell them. Too. Shit, yeah, I, I. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug my Twitter. You can follow me at uh, at peanuts jeffrey, the real at peanuts jeffrey. All right. But, yeah. Uh, okay. We'll make. We'll make sure to put that down uh, in our episode yeah, uh, right. uh, description. Yeah, pay me an exposure, uh, boys. That's how it's done. F- <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck off. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, okay. Uh, and I just want to say this, uh, say this to everyone who's listening. Um, yeah, thank you so much for, uh, I um for listening. You know, I mean, I don't know how many of you are gonna listen to this, but if you do, I just want to say thank you. Uh, you don't have to, but you did anyways. So. Thank you so much. Although we said fuck you just now, but we were just joking. Anyways, but uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you. Thank you a whole lot. And yeah, and Ian, and you find Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's about it, guys. We'll see you when we'll see you. See you when we see you. <laughs> <laughs>